Hope you're feeling well rested this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Feeling that missed hour yet? Nah, it's only an hour. Right. Well, you don't feel it on Monday. You feel it Tuesday, Wednesday, they say. But it can affect you on Monday. This yeah. is the day after daylight saving time when you spring forward. This is the day that more people have car accidents and the day that more people have um, like heart issues. Yeah, heart heart issues and things like that. Scary. I hope that's statistically still not the case, but you know. I, it is. It's kinda, right? It's kind of I mean, creepy. It can't just change. Statistics are not going to just change based on that. Well, the positives are, you know, you're going to get an hour extra daylight today. I and love so, which, that. To me, after a long day's work, it's kind of cool because yes. you get home and you still feel like you get tired. Right. I will tell you this. For me, it's more subtle. I think this week will not be as difficult for me as last week was. Here's why. Last week, we, uh, the week, you know, the... The Friday night before, we had stayed in the haunted bed and breakfast, Murphy, and I didn't sleep very much at all, and I was tense. Not a good combo, and I felt like I spent all week last week um, catching up. Catching up, like I could not get my groove on last week, and I do think it was because of that one whole night being disruptive. Yeah, as far as sleep, so one hour, psh, not one a big hour. deal. Right. right, it's a new Monday. The yeah. great thing about it happening over a weekend, though, is you can catch a nap on Sunday and you know maybe mm. catch up that way. Yes, I or love actually, Sunday naps. naps. Yeah, I love Sunday naps, and I do two naps them. on Sunday. Yeah, there's a morning and there's an afternoon. Twice on Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, it is Monday after daylight saving time coming up later today, later this morning. Little things that anyone can do at work. It doesn't matter if you've been working in the same place forever or if you're a brand if you're a newbie. Think little things that you can do uh that will get you respect. You'll be well okay. respected for doing these things. Mm-hmm. That's on the way today. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. First one of the morning, um, Disney Plus is coming. Their streaming service. Mm-hmm. What that means for you if you're a mad Disney fan. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know that Disney Plus is coming. The Disney um, streaming service. Mm-hmm. And they did this big meeting last week. And apparently they're getting rid of the whole vault thing. You know how it used to be? You used to complain about this, Sam. Oh, when they released the VHS or the DVDs? <laughs> yeah. For the first time out of the Disney vault. Vault. Well, it's difficult. It, 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 really, nobody can do that anymore with everything being on demand. Right. That's a, it's a good old media it's trick. It's a nice it just trick. doesn't work today. Like, yeah. they pulled it out of the vault, but it's only available for a certain time. And that's the one that, that's the line that got me. No, that's it's the line like, that oh, got I my mother. Jump it. Jump on it. <laughs> My mother went and bought all the VHSs. Well, it's only was, going to be available for a limited... Mom. She was trying to do something nice for you. Yeah. She wanted you to not miss out yeah. on Fox and the Hound or, Dumb, or Dumbo or whatever. Um, now the only thing you need to do is find a VHS player yeah. somewhere. <laughs> Why don't you buy one of those, what too? What they're saying now is what's going to happen is that, that whole vault stuff is now going to be null and void because everything that you want is going to be available. The old movies like Dumbo. Is it possible? Isn't there something yeah. 1920s <laughs> cartoons. And new movies like Dumbo. Snow White. <laughs> yeah, well, that's coming this year. Um, the new Dumbo is later this month. Um, everything to the newer stuff. New classics like Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph. It's going to be everything. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure about how they're going to handle all the Marvel stuff because they're Marvel too. And they're Star Wars too. And they're, they're, it's so big. No wonder they, they can have their own streaming service. You yeah. can just spend time on, their, on theirs and have 
plenty, especially for the family, you know? Well, wow. even, and, and even TV shows, I guess it's a matter of time before ABC TV shows start showing up there. Yeah. If they're going to do all the others, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they open the door for Marvel and yeah. everything else that they own, they're probably going to do the same thing for TV yeah. shows. They're saying it's also not just going to be a platform for their films. They have enough of a library for it just to be that, but they're <laughs> going to offer new exclusive shows. For instance, their most popular characters like uh, the Marvel character uh, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, Loki yeah. from Thor. All this time, now you come to he's, visit, he's getting his own live action series, comedy variety, and hour. it'll be on the in a land on the Disney Plus mm. streaming service. And it looks like it's going to be Tom Hiddleston. Like it looks like it's on the dotted line going to be with him. Yeah, not anybody else. Okay. So look for lots of of everything you want from Disney in so, one spot. No idea how much it'll cost. Does this replace the Disney Channel? I don't know. I don't think anything can re- replace the Disney Channel. Yeah. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, coming up next, let's uh, open it up to you. I want to hear from you in the producer's mailbag. What's on the way, Bailey? Oh, well, Jody, we're going all over the place on Facebook, but Murphy, Douglas yes. wants to tell you that your efforts to make Jody's mornings a little bit better just aren't cutting it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in anytime and give us a call, 877-3104-MSJ, or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Uh, well, Jody, this one's for Murphy. Oh, okay. Uh, Douglas says, hi, Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I love your morning show. I listen to it daily while dropping off my daughter to school. Thank Sweet. you, Douglas. Uh, he says, to Murphy, you need to top that car starting for Jody. Aww. He says, may I suggest that you buy one of those aftermarket remote starters? Okay. Um, uh. He says, it works great, and that way you don't even need to leave the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas, this is this is from last week. One, one, the night before, I had complained about getting up and leaving and cranking the car when it's cold. And that morning, I'm like trying to tiptoe out of the house because I leave before Murphy yeah. um, just earlier. And you came out. And went outside and cranked my car for me. And it was so sweet and unexpected. Um, the thing is, if we do a remote start, then you can remote start it yourself. Is it just yeah, as sweet the, if I remote start? No, I'll, I'll do it. That's what <laughs> well, he's saying. That's what you're saying, right, yeah. Douglas? Hey, well, he also says it. Um, you, you don't need to leave the bed. Plus, you can even integrate it with Alexa. Oh, yeah. So oh, all you got to do, just add it to the oh. morning routine. Oh. Wow, yeah. man. I don't talk to her in the morning. <laughs> Well, that's I what you get Murphy not, to do. I don't. Yeah, I just don't even say a word in the morning <laughs> yeah. until I leave. That and come would here. be awesome. Yeah, it mm, would be. That's a good idea. And by the way, Douglas, <laughs> Alexa, crank my car. Yeah. <laughs> and Douglas suggesting that Murphy buy anything that's a remote start thing or electronic. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah I'll be googling that today. <laughs> Thank you, Douglas. <laughs> Thank you, Douglas. Um, and Jody, I know you were excited about the banana milk thing last week. I'm excited about trying it. Yeah. Well, Christopher says, eh, kind of hold your hopes. Uh, my wife and I bought banana milk in the store a while back, and we both love banana shakes. So we yeah. thought, yeah, that'll make the shakes even better. Right. But alas banana milk was not that great it wasn't as sweet as we thought it would be and it was like somebody blended a banana in water and diluted the banana water to the consistency of coconut milk yeah Mm. okay that's the way that a lot of i mean almond milk cashew milk they're all the same they've got a hint of the flavors but they definitely are not if you're used to milk milk that's got a creaminess to it it's not used to almond milk now like regular milk goes i like it to me and <laughs> almond milk is like <laughs> ah, just so, give me a real cow thank you Christopher yeah. I will try it though I mean yeah. I really will you can always add some cream to it <laughs> 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 look hit us up anytime we obviously love to hear from you on anything on Facebook or Instagram Come here.
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to let you know how the world's most annoying children's song is actually helping save lives now. Oh, good. Call or text us at 877-310-4MSJ. And uh, we also love to hear from you on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram. There are a bazillion ways to keep up. Well, Jody, before we get started here, Jody wants me to warn everyone, kind of like a spoiler alert. that a you're disclaimer. About, you're about to hear the Baby Shark song. I so don't, if you want to tur- turn it. And how, how do, I don't know the Baby Shark song. because we don't have little, Where? little children anymore. Oh, you're about to get your dose of it. Um, it's a children's song that will stay in you. Yeah, and we're All talking. Is it the Barney of today? Oh. Uh, like Barney and the Wiggles. Uh, we're talking yes. about CPR. Now, we've known for a few years, the American Heart Association has told us this, uh, that the song Staying Alive by the Bee Gees is right. a great song, great rhythm, 120 beats a minute to do CPR with. Well, push, 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 push. You got it? Yeah. So yeah. Do it. Like, use it. Even if you've never done CPR, you have no training, just pull it up on your phone. or In your phone, it. in your head, do it, you know, yeah. and if you ever have your face yeah. with the situation. Now, there's a guy here who's a, a, an EMT firefighter. He's been so for 20 years. And he said, you know what? I wanted to come up with something that was better for my daughter. He's got a three-year-old daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you, more today. Yeah. And you tell your daughter, staying alive. And she's like, well, wait, the Bee Gees? Well, introduce them to staying alive because it's classic. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he says, well, what's better is maybe a kid's song. Yeah. And he said, Baby Shark is the perfect song to do it with. Baby Shark. Yeah. I'm doing compressions. Yeah, and he even... That makes perfect sense. He posted a video of his three-year-old doing it, and it's like the song is playing, and she's doing it, and you you kind of forget this annoying song is playing, because the cute little girl's doing CPR. You got it now. You understand now, Murphy? I do understand. We're going to be yeah. singing it all day Daddy long. Shark and Mommy Shark and Grandpa Shark. And uh, hey, if it saves a life or two, why not keep well, singing well, it? Hopefully True. before you get to Grandma Shark, the, the person is okay. Because yeah. this yeah. song will go on forever. <laughs> anyway, keep it in mind for your kids. 110 beats per minute. Baby Shark to save a life. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. By the way, that if the baby shark is stuck and you're upset, do, that's do, Sam. Do, 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 do. That's Sam. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, Sam, the food dude. Your yeah, real stuff. Uh, Chick-fil-A has added a new meat selection just in time for Lent. And later today, we'd love for you to come hang out with us after the show. We do something called the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, uh, podcast in case you haven't checked that out yet. Oh, the podcast is where you put the podcast. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so the entire show is there at the end of every day. And then, of course, you can enjoy something special we only do there, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's can eat it, Sam's can eat it, Sam's can eat it, Sam's found it. Right, hold on. Can I eat it already? If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. Chick-fil-A has a new sandwich on the menu just in time for Lent, and it's only going on through Lent, a fish sandwich. They're calling it just the fish sandwich? Yeah, yeah the and I know what you The fish filet? To me, that's like a no-brainer there. Yeah, the fish filet. Yeah. Not to be confused with the filet of fish. But they didn't call it the fish filet. No, they're calling it the fish sandwich, or you can get the deluxe fish sandwich. So are they serving square fish, or is this, you know... Another shape. It's just fish. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I really, 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 I love the filet of fish sandwich. And because I do, I haven't had one in forever. But if, but I do like it a lot. And Chick-fil-A brings the quality. I think we have to try it. I'm going to pull a Murphy here and say, I'm going to try that. We're yeah. going to try that. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. you maybe it'll catch on and they'll keep it. Does it come with tartar? Well, I'm sure it does. Gotta. It comes with waffle you, fries, I can tell you that. Oh. They will probably have a really funny TV commercial for it, too. They usually do. Well, with you know? the cow, I don't know. Yeah. The cow yeah. spelling fish. That's up to them. Yeah. 
Um, also, speaking of new food, we got a new one at uh, Sonic right now. It's a burger that has mm. a bacon and egg on it. They're calling it their brunch burger, <sighs> you know, fried egg and some bacon. Yeah. They're suggesting it for the early morning hours. Okay. And the new drink they've come up with to go with it is a cherry, a, a cherry limeade mimosa. Oh. Now, before you're thinking mimosa, well, champagne, yeah. it's Sonic. It's just the cherry limeade with orange juice added to it. Nice. Yeah. Non-alcoholic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've what? done that trick, not at a Sonic, but at another burger joint where Murphy would get a fried egg on his burger. You've also done one where you've gotten peanut butter on a burger before. Well, yeah, yeah these are places that specialize next in Next level. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is next level. You don't want to eat like that every day. No, you, you cannot. cannot. No, it's but it's so good, It's something though. you should... Get that burger and yeah. split it with somebody. And Taco Bell, for right. a limited time, has their triple lupa back. I don't know what that is. A chalupa, it's like the, the pita bread almost taco, okay. but they put three of them together, so it's like it stretches about a foot and a half long, and you can break one chalupa off so like three people can share, share. it. So it's a triple lupa. Okay. Share it? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> he doesn't share Oh, that's food. right. That's one serving. <laughs> Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So by now you know about J. Rod being engaged to A. Lo on the no <laughs> no I was I, I put them together already. Oh, okay. Coming up, how much did he spend on that ring, and how many marriages did this make for him and her? On the way. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I guess you guys saw Jennifer Lopez's engagement rock this weekend online. I don't you know how she can lift her hand. I don't know how she can wear that anywhere except like the Academy Awards. You don't wear that to Target. Not that she goes to Target. <laughs> but she could. Yeah. But she could. Okay, so Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rod, J-Rod, are now engaged. He proposed on their vacation to the Bahamas. Hmm. And boy, he snuck around and found her quite the ring. <laughs> oh my gosh. It looks like something so fake that it looks like a ring pop. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, beautiful, it's though. Just, it's, it's a flat. Huge. Yeah. Um, it's Google like a it. giant stamp. Google it and you'll see it. It's one of the most stunning diamond rings. And he's holding her hand and they shared the picture. And of course, he put the Instagram caption. Did you see it? Yeah. Well, I saw it and it was it's like, like a million people have done this caption, A-Rod. Yes. She said yes. It was about 45 minutes, apparently, after it happened. Yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, I wonder if this is true. And so I started Googling all over. Okay, so if you ask... Aren't you a little surprised that the uh, headline wasn't, she's said yes before? (laughs) No, she said yes. Again. Okay, (laughs) this will be her fourth marriage. It is his second. Yeah. Um, I will tell you that her longtime manager confirmed it. Yes, he popped the question when they're on vacation. It's real. Not only is the engagement real but the diamond is real if you dig in and you ask and all the diamond experts weighed in on it um it looks emerald cut it looks to be anywhere between 10 and 15 carats <laughs> it's an extremely good condition great cut and color and all clarity and all that and platinum nothing crazy around it because the stone's the star of it like you keep yeah. everything else simple with that and and depending on who you ask it's worth he probably dropped either a million anywhere from a million dollars to five million dollars on it Whoa! Well, you know, and he had one to thing keep I, it from her. Uh, when I was looking at it, I, I was thinking to myself, "Wow! If you point that in the wrong direction when it's in the sun, <laughs> you really could do some damage." I always think about how I take mine off when I wash dishes. <laughs> put it up on the windowsill. I don't think she's going to be doing well, any of that. First of all, she's not washing dishes either. <laughs> anyway, um, what a uh, lovely couple! And you know, uh, I like that they took it slow. She likes to get married. She loves love. They've been dating for more than two years. Uh, uh, All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outside this morning, around 7.55.
Gail King explains to Stephen Colbert how she remained calm during that R. Kelly interview. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Happy Monday. Uh, you know, if hopefully uh, you moved your clocks forward, the ones that don't do it automatically. If not, because, you're late. That's right. We don't, we don't want that to happen to you today. Uh, and, and, and speaking of late, Sam is still waiting to become a grandfather. If they mm-hmm. wait much longer, this child's going to be born an adult. They're not waiting. It <laughs> happens when it happens. You go right into kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> I got news for you. Your daughter-in-law is ready. In the last month of pregnancy, I'm sorry, that's the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. Yeah, wait a little, wait a couple more days. Jokes don't go over too well right now. Uh, oh, but yeah, Melissa, yeah. Did, I wasn't joking. No, that's what I'm saying. That's just oh. you know. But she did send me a text that uh, she's been trying to. Once she's running errands lately, to mm-hmm. have Murphy, Sam, and Jody on in the car so mm-hmm. that the baby can hear what I sound like grandpa ah, okay uh, but well, she said, if, if if the kids like everybody else they can't tell the difference between me and you so <laughs> that's not true well, murphy you got a grandchild coming <laughs> um but she said the problem is they still don't know what to call me you know since i'm doing the thing where i'm gonna wait till the baby's old enough to come up with my name so she said for now in the text they want a name for me so that they, they want to know what you want they don't want to cough to call me sam waiting for the baby you know it could be a couple years they don't want to be calling me sam or you know sam's daddy or you know i still like sam paw but you don't she suggested pop pop who was which was my dad's name for the grandkids right. and so i don't i don't want to take pop pop because oh. that's he's pop pop okay yeah. Pop and papa so I came up with a couple. I went on this website that has 950 suggested grandpa nicknames. Oh my gosh, really? Well, yeah, what do you think hit I did us, this weekend? Hit us with your favorites. <laughs> um, I like Bubba. No! Bubba! When I was a kid, I was known as Bubba by some family members. Why? Oh. Are you serious? I never knew I've this. known you for the better part of two decades, Sam, and I've never heard anybody call you well, Bubba. Well, maybe not the better part, but... Okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's one of those things. My dad was named... was His nickname was Bubby. Oh, so there okay. There was no confusion. Well, if you like that... I also like Grumpa. Grumpy. Papa. Yeah. Grumpa. Yeah, if you want to uh, be in that box. Pops. You're I less like, grumpy than you used to be. Not, yeah, I like Pops. I like Pops. Pops is, is pops fun. Pops is cool. Yeah. It, it, yeah, and it's easy for the kid. You'll be the first one. It makes sense. It's one like, syllable. Even, yeah, I, even I'm willing to call you Pops. <laughs> we would love <laughs> to call you Pops. take that name, you know? Oh, okay, so Ooh. we might go with Pops. My other one was Doodles. Because I like to call the little, you know, uh. Sam uh, Jackson and Parker uh. and Maddie when they were little, I always called them Doodle or Doodlebug. So you're Doodle. I was thinking, well, maybe when the grandchild you have comes. So many cool options. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that leaves what 943. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a few more to go through. Let's get on it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Brandy wants to talk to you about all of this, Sam, and uh. she says you better hold your horses, Pops or Doodle or whatever your name is. We love to visit with you, chat with you. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to join us. How are you, Brandy? I'm actually doing very well. Um, Sweet. I heard you all talking on the radio about how you all are waiting for your son and daughter-in-law to have a baby. Sam yes, is. Yes, I'm waiting for my son Sammy and daughter-in-law Melissa. It should be they're over 41 weeks now. Murphy and I have children who are not old enough to hit, to be giving grandbabies to the world, and that's fine yes. with me for now. Uh, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, first off, I want to say congratulations. Thank I hope you. you. Have a happy and healthy delivery. Thank yeah. you. I would ju- it just brought back memories of how my mom would always tell me of how me and my brother were born. He came out exactly on time, normal height, normal weight, mm-hmm. and I was over a month late. 
I was what? actually supposed to be born in September. Wow. And she had to induce me in October. Brandy. Yeah, because the wow. funny part about that is I was born on October 1st. And I was 10 pounds and 10 ounces, <laughs> making me what I call oh. a binary baby. One oh, one oh, one oh. Yeah. One zero zero one one zero one zero. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I'm not a debunker at all. But is there a is a possibility that they got the due date wrong? No, they said I was supposed to be born sometime in September, and I was a month late. My goodness. I was just a very stubborn baby. <laughs> yeah. What did your mom say? Did she ever say you would not be born? You were making me crazy. She would just always tell me, I'm ready to get this baby out. I'm yeah. eating eggs and bacon all the time. I want to eat something else. Get this Aww. baby out of me. <laughs> that was her trick, huh? She thought that would induce labor? Yes, yes. Mm. I was a heavy baby. 10 pounds and a month but late. I- it, yeah, it seems like it'd be funny. Yeah. Then it is possible you could be waiting two more weeks, yeah, Sam. I'll oh, be, my God. I'll be sure to pass that along to him. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Brandy, and for listening. We appreciate you. Oh, no problem. I listen to you all every day that I drive home from work, and I love your show. You guys make me laugh every morning, and I love it. Thank you. We appreciate that very much. Uh, jump in anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text to that number. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Everybody sprung forward. How do you feel? Take care of yourself today. But uh, Murphy and I had a very bumpy entry into daylight saving Boy, time. Did we? Tell you about it next. So springing forward, that's no fun. Um <laughs> tell you what fun we made of it though okay so you know our internet went out like last thursday last week at home yeah. so yay no watching anything no oh, alexa wow. nothing yeah that's what i realized how many things are actually now connected to it <laughs> uh, right when phoebe well i feel- guess we're just gonna have to light candles and sit around Jody. <laughs> right when phoebe started feeling better and had her projects to complete that are all like due today like we had to use my the MiFi for uh-huh. that. Yeah, but she was the only one. Like you, you get it. We we're gonna sit over here and hum. <laughs> so so listen, it's Stare at each it's other. spring forward yeah. weekend. Murphy like Phoebe was hanging out with a friend. Taylor's working at the movie theater Saturday night, the night that you, you're supposed to spring forward. So Murphy and I we got we got no internet. <laughs> so we go have some sushi, have some one on one time, great yeah. time together. You know. Staying up late, hanging out, visiting, waiting for the girls to come home. They come home. We're staying up late, and we for not we didn't really forget that we were losing an hour. But whatever, it's the weekend. Yeah, time doesn't matter as much. So I could not fall asleep, just probably due to all the coffee. Did you have trouble falling asleep Saturday night as well, Murph? I mean, no, I didn't. I had trouble falling asleep last night. <laughs> so I don't anyway, know why, but yeah, no. When I was out, I was out. We are sleeping late and hard. Yeah. Sunday morning, and the doorbell rings, and as soon as it rang, a million thought. I don't know how it happens like this, but everything came clear. Everything was fuzzy all night long. I couldn't sleep. I had forgotten that the internet guy was coming Sunday morning. Oh, okay. So what happens yeah. when our doorbell rings and everybody's asleep? Dogs. There are dogs at the door. Uh, Murphy's like in a fog. And I'm like, the internet guy's here. The internet guy's here. <laughs> right. Well, I talk about instantly jerking you out of sleep. It was. No kidding. It's too bad the internet wasn't working because Google could have told us he was there. <laughs> this is yeah. This is my favorite part though. I'm handling trying to get the dogs out of the back door because he's yeah. ringing the front door bell. And Murphy, 
does not you do not wake up quickly easily. I know. You I don't. played it cool, man. Academy Award. Hey, man. He opens the door. <laughs> hey, man. Did, did the spring forward get you too? Because it just got me. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I was playing it cool until I realized I didn't have pants on. Uh, yeah, well, no, I think you I'm had Crocs. Yeah. Coming up, Sam has music news. I'm gonna let you know how uh, stalkers have changed Taylor Swift's daily routine. Oh. Sam's got music news. Taylor Swift has got an interview in the latest issue of Elle magazine, and uh, part of it is dispensing 30 pieces of wisdom before she turned 30. 30 things she learned before she's turning 30 this year. She's already turning 30? Stop it. Yeah, on December 13th, you know, the big 13. Yeah. Her whole thing. Okay. Uh, And she says uh, because of the stalkers she's had in her life, Mm -hmm. because of... Uh, concert incidents, you know, Manchester and the thing in Las Vegas yeah. at the Country Festival. Right. She said that made her nervous the entire time she was on the Reputation Tour. I bet. Wondering, worrying about three million people that are going to see you over the course of this tour. Sure. What could happen tonight? And she said, and this is, I find this interesting, one of the things she started carrying on her personally uh, is some, an army grade bandage, or a few of them. It's called a quick clot. So it's like for severe injuries, you can put it Boom. on, and I'm, I'm assuming by the name of it, it, it does a quick clotting of the blood, but she says that's one of the things in her travel kit now. That's because crazy. of all this stuff wow. that's got her worried. Sign of the times. Yeah. Okay. Well, for, for her too, for specifically. Also, going to get a little retro on you here. This is really cool. Yeah. I found this video of Elton John back in 1970. Okay. This is right after they wrote Tiny Dancer, one of the m- most popular songs at his concerts. You know, he's on the Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour right now. Yes. Just played in Madison Square Garden last week. Well, this is actually right after Bernie Taupin wrote the lyrics to the song, and Elton is going to tell us a story about why he chose that song. You're going to hear him ruffling all these papers. They're loose-leaf papers with lyrics written on them. There's one here that I sort of done the other day called Tiny Dancer, which is about Bernie's girlfriend. Just sort of felt like I looked through all the lyrics, and that was the one I fancied writing, mainly because I, I knew Bernie would like me to do this one because it's about his girlfriend. But wow. the video, he's like holding up all this loose leaf, and, and it's like, you wrote song? this on loose leaf? Yeah. What? 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 And then hey, he goes... Some oh. great songs have been written on napkins. He goes right. on to talk about coming up with the music for the song, with the lyrics, how that led to the melody. Pretty-eyed pirate smile, you marry a music man. Ballerina. As soon as you get the word ballerina, you know it's not going to be fast. It's got to be sort of gentle. It, it sort of starts off... That's cool. He just he had just written all the melody and the words and all that. Here, check this song out. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I love the breakdown of it because people are curious about that, how that yeah. happens, because it happens differently for most artists. Yeah. Now you know, because of the word ballerina, he, he's decided da, it's going to be a slow song. Uh, love. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, the things that anybody can bring to a workplace, whether you're brand new or you've been there forever, okay. that will get you more respect at work. So R-E-S-P-E-C-T coming up next. <laughs> Murphy, this is right up your alley. Are you ready for this? A friend yeah. of ours posted, I've seen it go, go viral before. It's like a meme. It's actually a picture of some something someone wrote on a dry erase board, my favorite. And um, I thought, wow, this is so true and cool. And you, up your alley, Murphy, because it's 10 things that 
take zero talent, but we'll get you 100% respect. No talent? Well, that's cool. <laughs> no problem. Hey. By the way, okay. I, I like dry erase board memes. I've just seen a bunch of them lately. I guess it must be, it, you know, it's like anything. It catches on, somebody goes, wow, that's cool, and then they make their own it. meme. Yeah. Well, you just know it was somebody's work in action. You feel like you're in class if somebody's writing something on a dry erase board, because yeah, yeah. it's like, let's talk about this right now, let's do it. Seems okay. real. Our friend Mark shared this, and I was like, yeah, I, we got to talk about it. So 10 things. We won't, we won't cover all 10. You can go check it out now. On our Facebook page, on our Instagram, and on our website. Um, things that take no extra special talent. You just bring them and you are, you can get, you'll be respected at least at work. Okay. You know, people love it. Number one, being on time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is true. Somebody who's always on time, you just, you know, you end up depending on that. Sam is that way. He is always on time. Unless Except I'm late. that one day that you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have tend to be a time optimist. Um, one th- I'm not. Oh, that's. I'm, look, I'm that also takes a, no talent. That's not a dig at you. I was not even thinking about you. Oh, I know that you struggle yeah, with time. Mm-hmm. But there are people who say super intelligent people are the ones that struggle with time or optimistic or something like that. Yeah, that's why I jokingly say time optimist because you you have things to do and you want to get them all yeah. done. One that's on the list that really screams to me. And you don't know this until you until you've been in the work, been whatever, an adult for a long time, and know this. But one thing on the list is being coachable. That's yeah, that's yeah. ginormous. Yeah, I agree. You know, and that's no matter your experience level. Too, it's true. Right. Um, Tom Brady is a good example. Mm-hmm. He spends extra time, extra money, extra love on getting coached to make those passes one percent better. Yep. Things like that, I, I just bring up that because anybody needs a coach, even the world's best. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to something or you're in a new industry, of course you need coaching. You don't know at all. Yeah. Um, that's a big one to me. You want one more? Yeah. Being prepared. Being prepared on the list is a big one. Prepared for anything? anything everything. Don't just show up and go, we'll just do this off the cuff. That's not a plan. So important. Right. The Boy Scouts use it as a motto. This is true. Anyway, 10 things that take zero talent and get you 110% respect at work. You can go get them all now on our Facebook page or murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Gail King letting us know how she remained calm in that R. Kelly interview next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. If you didn't see parts of it or hear parts of it, chances are you heard about the R. Kelly Gail King interview last week where she sat down with him and started asking him about all these charges against him, the horrible, horrible charges against R&B singer R. Kelly. And um, he, in the middle of the interview, got up, got irate, screaming at the camera. And the whole perp, the whole reason to bring it back up today, and the whole reason she was on Stephen Colbert this weekend is that Gail King handled herself so well that we're all in amazement. Uh, yeah, I don't know how she, did, she sat there like that. She remained so calm. Well, Stephen Colbert had her on this weekend, and she explained what she was thinking when R. Kelly jumped up and got irate. I could see him getting more heated. He was upset with me about some of the questions. That's okay. He was a little irritated. That's okay. So when I see Robert getting really upset and he stands out of his seat, my initial reaction is, oh, God, please don't leave. Please don't leave. Please don't leave. Because I really thought we've seen him storm out of interviews before. So I thought he was going to do that. And I was thinking, I'm not done with my questions. What can I do to save this interview? So I decided if I sit there quietly, make eye contact with him. I thought the minute I walk up and say, like, calm down. You know what it's like when you're upset and somebody says, calm down. You go, I am calm. (laughs) I figured that that would make it even worse. Man, isn't she right about the calm down thing? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so that's what she was thinking. It's just the most, it's the coolest picture because she is so calm. And I love that. I didn't realize she was trying to keep eye contact with him. But that's really, really smart. And he did not storm out, no. right? He finished the interview. It was just so crazy. Um, so she's visiting with Stephen Colbert about this. And I'm going to, of course, he finds the funny in it. And um, <laughs> so here's a little bit of, of R. Kelly getting upset and then what Stephen had to say about it. I can't help 30 years Robert. <laughs> that Robert is now is instantly I legendary. Know. Robert. I know. <laughs> Anybody yells at me for the next year, I'm just going to go, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they ran the interview again um, last week on CBS, like again on Friday the full night. Full interview, yeah. Yeah, the word on R. Kelly today is, by the way, he's out on bail, but there are some other nasty charges lurking. Also, this weekend, Captain Marvel went over big. I know a renegade, so do when I see one. Ah, $153 million. And everybody's loving Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30. Let's talk about that J-Lo engagement ring. It's not really a ring. It's really a rock. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So now that it's later, Jody, you feeling any effects from moving the clock ahead an hour this weekend? Not yet, but I have big plans to walk the dogs longer because I have the extra light in the afternoon, and I yeah. love that because mm-hmm. honestly, I do. I love to walk the dogs every day, and they don't care when. As soon as I if I walk out of the bedroom with my tennis shoes in my hand, they start going nuts. Yeah, you know, even if I accidentally put on yoga pants because I'm like going to just lay around, they're like. <gasps> Are we going to walk? Yeah. You know, if I go so... in the pantry and pull up the leash, right? It's like insanity. They're paying attention to everything, but um, I like it for that reason. I've got so many friends who are like, I wish they would just stop. We could stop going back and forth with time change. I get it, but um, I don't think that's going to change. But I just love it because um, I don't like to walk them in the dark, mm-hmm. and I actually have this is stupid. But I feel guilty on the nights I don't get to walk them because you know they need it and they're looking at you like, uh. And when Champ gives up and if, if it's a night when I can't walk them, an evening, our our alpha dog Champ, he'll go lay down on the bed like defeated, like yeah, we're well, not doing it. It's <laughs> good. It's good for us, you know, uh, for us from a health standpoint well, sure. too. You know, we always have and good talks when we walk them. You've been walking them earlier than you know because the sun's been going down before I get home. Mm-hmm. Now maybe you and I will get some quality yeah. time together too, Jody. Well, See, <laughs> it'll all work out. We don't Aww. spend enough time together. But what's funny is when I walk them early and then you'll come home, you'll be driving in the neighborhood and you're like, hey, you, you did that just the other day. You scared me a little bit. Sorry, you mean to. I'm walking the dogs. Oh, and while you're dri- out walking. He the drives window home now, yeah. and he. Hey, baby, I'll be back to pick you up later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you live around here. Yeah, what are you going to do with your extra hour, extra light, Sam? I don't know. I might do some. Uh, my yard's out of control right now. So I might try to work out there. Out with of the control extra- how? The grass weeds is just insane. Yeah, yeah. Weeds okay. and grass, and it's time to get out there. Do you find that that working in the yard, doing weeds or whatever, is good for you? A lot of people say it's great for your mind, and I hate it. Not anymore. Years ago, <laughs> years ago I loved getting yeah. out there and planting yeah. and weeding, and, and now it's just like 
spray the weed killer, get the weed eater out, uh, make it as quick as possible. That's that is the reason that the, the lawn business has been one of the fastest growing businesses in America yeah. over the last decade is because we don't people are time crunch. They don't need to do. It's not like it was back in the day. Not yeah. everybody wants to do their yard. You know, that's funny. I I never wanted to do the yard. I have a dear <laughs> girlfriend who that's her. That is her thing. If she could have free time every day, she put on gardening gloves and get one of those. Nope. Nope. Things not anymore. Get out there and Mm-mm. do it. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to let you know which children's song you can actually use to teach your kids how to save a life. Okay, also the many ways that you can make a volcano for your science mm. project. Yeah. Sam, we'll, we'll tell you what erupted over the house over the weekend. Uh-huh. Sam, have any of your kids ever had to make a volcano to bring to school for the science fair? You know, it's surprising, but none of them have. Oh, man, you're missing out. They've done different science projects, but nobody's done the volcano project. Okay, so our Phoebe, she's uh, 14. Her, She had this volcano project But due. she had to do a volcano. Yeah, every kid's doing yeah, it now. She everybody had, doing a volcano. She was assigned a specific <laughs> type of volcano. It wasn't just random generic volcano she was you know she didn't have one with a bunch of I, I, there's a name for it i just don't remember a specific, a specific name for it in the world like she gave me the coordinates of where this actual volcano oh. is oh, so I it was didn't more know spe- that. okay oh you didn't know that it was more yeah. specific yeah and actually sam there will be variety by the time all these kids have theirs lined up it's it's not going to be the teacher like, okay, let me see yours, Fizz, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's great. You, Wonderful. You could make it erupting or you could make it just regular. Yeah. This is not the right term. Or um, what I was hoping for, which we didn't get, <laughs> molten lava cake. <laughs> but, that's well, all right. yeah, you don't have to make it edible. There, there are kids who made them out of clay and paper mache or whatever. Oh, I be, thought they all had to be edible. No, you didn't pay attention to the rubric. <laughs> okay. No, no, the... Well, there was an edible option, Murph. Man, I would have, I would have made them, making them all edible, because then everybody yeah. could eat them after. Okay, yeah. that's so what I, I thought the fun was. That's yeah. why I, no. I really thought that that's what she explained she it in the classroom. We almost went the clay route or whatever, but I was like, it's so uh, much fun. Can we go to the grocery store and, and look around? And so we did, and it's so cute. We'll post a picture of it. Um, she did something with it that I didn't understand that she what she was going to do. I didn't understand what she was in the kitchen doing, and it turned out so cute. So instead of a bunt cake, because one of her friends was doing a bunt cake she didn't want to copy we got a big round hawaiian bread so it's, yeah. it's not going to taste like it belongs together but she covered it in, in, in chocolate icing and kind of carved it up to make it look kind yeah. of kind of rigid. yeah it's beautiful and then she put some trees that we did buy some little cake decorating trees around hmm. um she took some orange what do you call that melting chocolate and yeah, she you- she they look like discs. Yeah, 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 yeah. She melted it and then, then spread that out on wax paper, let it dry, put it in the center, and it looks like it's erupting. It's like sticking straight up. Ah, it really cool looks looking, cool. Yeah. But my favorite touch is she got Sour Patch Kids and put them on the outside. So not not all over the place, but uh, just like running a, away? a couple of people running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and so much fun. And, it's um, better than trying to eat a clay volcano. <laughs> by the way, she made it Friday, so yeah. I wouldn't eat it today. <laughs> We'd love to visit with you, chat with you, 877-310-4MSJ to join us. How are you, Branding? I'm actually doing very well. Um, yeah. Sweet. I heard you all talking on the radio about how you all are waiting for 
your son and daughter-in-law to have a baby? Sam yes. is, yes. I'm waiting for my son, Sammy, and daughter-in-law, Melissa. It should be, they're over 41 weeks now. Murphy and I have children who are not old enough to hit, to be giving grandbabies to the world, and that's fine yes. with me for now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, first off, I want to say congratulations. Thank I hope you. you. have a happy and healthy delivery. Thank yeah. you. I would ju- it just brought back memories of how my mom would always tell me of how me and my brother were born. He came out exactly on time, normal height, normal weight, Mm -hmm. and I was over a month late. I was actually supposed to be born in September, and she had to induce me in October. Brandy. Yeah, because the funny part about that is I was born on October 1st, and I was 10 pounds and 10 ounces, (laughs) making me what I call a binary baby. (laughs) One oh, one oh, one oh. Yeah. One zero zero one one zero one zero. Yeah. Wow. I'm not. I'm not a debunker at all. But is there a is a possibility that they got the due date wrong? No. They said I was supposed to be born sometime in September, and I was a month late. My goodness. I was just a very stubborn baby. <laughs> yeah. What did your mom say? Did she ever say you would not be born? You were making me crazy. She would just always tell me, I'm ready to get this baby out. I'm yeah. eating eggs and bacon all the time. I want to eat something else. Get this Aww. baby out of me. <laughs> that was her trick, huh? She thought that would induce labor? Yes, yes. Mm. I was a heavy baby. 10 pounds and a month but late. I- it, yeah, it seems like it'd be funny. Yeah. Then it is possible you could be waiting two more weeks, <laughs> yeah, Sam. Oh I'll my be, God! I'll be sure to pass that along to him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling, Brandy, and for listening. We appreciate you. Oh no problem. I listen to you all every day that I drive home from work, and I love your show. You guys make me laugh every morning, and I love it. Thank you. We appreciate that very much. Uh, jump in anytime. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. You can call or text to that number. When you go to a restaurant and you whip out the menu, yes. do you like a, um, a perfectly printed, you know, great font menu, or do you like something that looks like it was handwritten? I don't care as long as it's not too much stuff. Yeah, as long as there's decent food on there, well, I don't really I care d- how it's done. I just don't want my menu to have yeah. too much now, stuff on it. Handwritten might be kind of cool if it's really like sort of a mom and pop kind of a restaurant. Um, the folks at Ohio State actually did a little research on this, and they mm-hmm. found that people prefer handwritten menus because they think the food is going to be healthier more and more you know, mom and pop homemade. Yeah. Right. You know, there's a, be- a better sense. feel or better, you know, feeling about the food as you're ordering it if it's handwritten. But I don't, I don't know that I've ever ordered anywhere that I had a handwritten. I know that there are some that are, you know, they've been very well used and it's sort of like a dive and the food's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, nothing handwritten. There, there is a place where you write, your, where we go, that's a dive, where you write your own, men, you write your, what you want and you give it to them. Oh, yeah. yeah I love it. And that. I always worry about Murphy's handwriting. I'm like, make sure you write <laughs> shrimp yeah. cocktail. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, his handwriting is so doctorish. Yeah. <laughs> well, then maybe a mom and pop restaurant or two ought to take note of Should that and, and, and try it. Because it's easy to do that even with you know what like a font from the computer that looks like handwriting if you really wanted to do it that way i get tricked by letters that show up at the house all the time like that (laughs) they wrote this just to me look i want a million dollars again and producer chad saw captain marvel this weekend sure did yeah and is she the most powerful thing in the marvel universe absolutely she's got abilities that allow her to transcend the different realms of the Marvel Universe because you've got the Marvel Universe at home on Earth and then you've got the galactic Marvel Universe <laughs> defenders of uh, the galaxy. Galaxy, got yeah. it, got it. So she's got powers that allow her to go in both areas. 
See, I say the same thing about Jody. (laughs) All powerful, right? Okay, right. Yeah, the Galactic Murphy household. (laughs) Whatever. So that's kind of cool. So did you enjoy it? Was it super long? It was not super. It didn't feel super long for me. Brie Larson is awesome. Like She does such a great job with the character. Very lovable. Very funny. Um, her interactions with Sam Jackson are also great. Uh, like overall, just it was a very entertaining movie. Um, cool. Obviously, it ties into the Avengers plotline. If you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, yeah. it's also relevant. Well, that's oh, good. Cool. Okay, so it cool. kind of stands on its own. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. Uh, uh, afterwards, after the credits, yeah. Stay. No spoilers. Yes. Uh, well, there, no, I just want to make sure you stay. There's one very close. You can't. You don't have enough time to leave when the credits roll. There's okay. something important, and then there's one at the very end, which as isn't as important. Gotcha. Okay, very Super good. Cool. I'm glad to hear that you liked it because I don't know. I'm just rooting for. I didn't want it to be like, eh, this one's okay, and all the rest of them. I need the. Yeah. The first female led one yeah. to be as awesome as the others. There you go. Straight from producer Chad, Captain Marvel. Thanks. Later today, come join us for the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Got another episode for you. Have you ever had a fake uncle or aunt? <laughs> Many, not somebody who poses one, but you know, yeah. it was your parents actually called them that, even though they were just they friends. Or past office family members. Right, coming up in the After the Show podcast.